Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the words of comfort our Saviour Christ says to all who truly turn to him. Come to me all who labour and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Hear what St Paul says. This saying is true and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Hear what St John says. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And so together we say, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you through our own fault, in thought and word and deed, and in what we have left undone. We are heartily, we are heartily sorry, sorry and repent of all our sins. For your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. May Almighty God have mercy on you, forgive you your sins, and bring you to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray with one heart and mind. Merciful God, whose holy apostle St James leaving his father and all that he had, was obedient to the calling of your Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him even to death. Help us, forsaking the false attractions of the world, to be ready at all times to answer your call without delay. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. When Baruch, son of Neriah, wrote on a scroll the words Jeremiah the prophet dictated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, Jeremiah said this to Baruch, 
This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to you, Baruch. You said, Woe to me, the Lord has added sorrow to my pain. I am worn out with groaning and find no rest. But the Lord has told me to say to you, This is what the Lord says. I will overthrow what I have built and uproot what I have planted throughout the earth. Should you then seek great things for yourself, do not seek them. For I will bring disaster on all people, declares the Lord, but wherever you go, I will let you escape with your life. For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The New Testament reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter chapter 11, starting at verse 27 and finishing at chapter 12, finishing at verse 2. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. This is the word of the Lord. The Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter 20, beginning to read from verse 20. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, you, O Lord. Lord. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and, kneeling down, asked a favour of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant 
with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you O Christ. Christ. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last week, billionaire Jeff Bezos took a rocket to the edge of space, just because he could. He was following in the footsteps, so to speak, of Richard Branson, who had done just the same thing a few days earlier. Both give large amounts to charity. At a time when the climate is struggling with the energy being released into the atmosphere, these trips may seem to be unjustifiable. What is the true cost of them? The energy to break the gravitational pull of the Earth is not insignificant. It highlights the difficulty we have with complex individuals who leave us mixed legacies. One of the most endearing of ceremonies associated with the Olympics is the torch relay. Yet it was first used for propaganda purposes in Berlin, 1936. James, the apostle who we remember today, is not presented well to us. Matthew's account has a pushy mother demanding her sons have places of honour at Jesus' left and right. The disciples were incensed, but probably only because James and John got in first. Why Matthew's account and not Mark's, where the mother isn't mentioned? I'm afraid I don't know. We know James and John were fishermen, Brothers, the sons of Zebedee. It's thought their mother is Salome, sister to Mary, and so they could be cousins to Jesus. And along with Simon and Peter, they form the inner circle of disciples. They get to see Jesus being transfigured. Perhaps this was where the delusion of greatness starts. They've seen Moses and Elijah with Jesus, perhaps to the left and right. They were only human. In the Acts reading, we heard of the death of James, the first apostle to be martyred. He was killed by King Herod Agrippa I, king of Judea, in about AD 42 to 44. Unlike Judas, whose death was the first of the apostles, he wasn't replaced. None of the apostles who were martyred were replaced. John, his brother, is the only one that lived to old age, taking care of Mary and writing a gospel and letters. James may have a letter in the New Testament, but the identity of the author of that is unclear. 
It may have been James the Apostle or the Great, James the Less, son of Alphaeus, or James, brother of Jesus, or even another person named James. James the Apostle was killed for preaching the gospel with vigour and ardour in the face of a king who was seeking favour from the Jews. He served the gospel and became a saint for pilgrims, often shown with a scallop shell in works of art, a reminder of his first calling as a fisherman before he became a fisher of men. We may not be called to be martyred for our faith, but we are called to witness to it. It doesn't take rocket science, but a trust in God. The benefits are beyond this world, where heaven and earth meet. Let us declare our faith as together we say. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who, with the Father and the Son, is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic Church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.